It's been several months, but finally Lazy Buchanan's out. Abraham Lincoln is in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Civil War in Hindsight. I'm Lieutenant Tommy. With me as always is Prospector Johnny. And Prospector, it's Inauguration Week! Hey! We've made it! Lincoln's in the office! Buchanan can finally go do yeah. nothing somewhere else. Somewhere else, yeah, exactly, exactly. A brief recap, if you're if you're just joining us here, it's the we've ended the month of February. We saw the creation of the Confederate States of America. Mm-hmm. They have appointed a dictator, I mean a, a president, right, Davis, yeah. who, who right. was appointed with no votes nobody uh, voted a dozen yeah yeah a dozen incidences of states seizing federal property including states that did not secede yeah uh, with no repercussions with no yeah. yeah with no no repercussions no no shots fired in their direction nothing not even a hey can you please stop hmm. um lincoln has finally made his way into washington dc he's not in office just yet but he will be there this week spoiler uh buchanan continues to do nothing and fort sumpner is becoming a sticking point in south carolina and kind of left out to hang dry because the Union isn't really doing a whole lot to uh, reinforce, protect, or even support Sumner, other yeah. than saying, don't surrender. Yeah, uh, a great summary. Uh, one thing you left out, uh, Lincoln got to Washington only because he disguised himself as an old man. An old, yeah, an old, old, old man dressed with a Scottish hat uh, and sneaking in uh, because he was afraid he was going to get shankity, 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 shanked. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, yep, he yep, wasn't yep. afraid, but his handlers well, were. Yeah, his handlers were. Uh, on, on, yeah, because he's he's, he's like, like a million and yeah, he's like whatever. <laughs> I've fought in a million fights. I yeah, you're never gonna beat me. Uh, on March first, the Confederate States of America would take control of military affairs in South Carolina, and President Davis would uh, President oh. Davis would appoint PGT Beauregard to command the area. So. Hmm. Uh, the Confederate States of America are already shitting on states' rights by saying the Confederate government is taking over I South mean, Carolina. So. I thought that was rather rather curious. Yeah, like the so they just federalized basically their army, right? Yeah. Essentially, yes, yeah, they're, they're essentially putting it under federal control. Uh, Major Anderson in Fort Sumner would again inform Washington that yeah, um. We kind of need to do something, one way or the other. You need to make a decision. I either need reinforcements, yeah. both supplies and men uh, and guns, or uh, or you need to let me leave. Because as it stands now, if South Carolina decides to attack, or if the South, you know, if the right. Confederate states decide to attack, I, I'm okay. I'm done. I can't do anything. I'm not right. Gonna... It's actually yeah. He's saying basically, I have to surrender if they attack, or let me just give it to them so that I don't lose whatever 12 men that are over here how <laughs> over here with them yep uh, or send me something that i can actually defend myself with uh but instead of doing anything secretary of war joseph holt is actually going to order that general david twiggs is dismissed because uh his treachery against the flag for surrendering military posts in texas thank you for that i and there are there are rumors in Washington, D.C. that there could be a potential rioting or assassination at Lincoln's upcoming inauguration on the 4th. Man, on... wait, they're actually talking about assassinating Lincoln? Mm-hmm. They're that mad? There I mean, I know they seceded and everything, but, like, it's not even your president anymore. Or is this talking yeah. about United States people trying to do it? 
Well, this is just this is just rumors that you know. Just in, in somebody. DC, there are people that are potentially going to riot, and we got to remember uh, that DC is 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 right, kind of almost not in the heart of of slave states, but it's it's right there. Maryland's a slave state. Yeah, and no, it's, yeah, yeah. For all practical purposes, in Maryland. So I mean, you know. So they're talking. Do? They're talking about killing them, maybe. Assassinating. They're talking about killing. I, I'm sorry. There's this, apparently some sort of difference between assassinating and killing. Kill. Yeah. Um, on March 2nd, the provincial governor, uh, Congress of the Confederacy, is going to uh, is go- is going to in Montgomery, Alabama, admit Texas into the Confederacy as a as another state. So, oh, um, so Texas did and did go. All so, right. So so Texas is uh, seceded officially, and now they're joining the and, Confederacy yeah. as as another state in the Confederate States of of America. So you know. Way to go, Texas, for getting your independence a second time and then squandering it away a second time. So I just good, feel like I, I just feel like Texas is never like they they want to be independent, but they don't have any ability to ever do so, and probably not even like a hundred year and sixty years in the future, like they probably still <laughs> won't be able to do it. President Buchanan will finally do something, and by something I mean add two new territories to the United States, that of Nevada and Dakota. So we've okay. got more ground. I mean, they're territories, so they're not states yet. But right. it's now like the United States officially owns this area, and it's now a territory, and, you know, have at it. Sorry, sorry everybody already living there. <laughs> the, the Indians. <laughs> uh, he's also going to increase the duties from 5 to 10% on wool and iron. So, yay, taxes. Ooh, double from, them. From Buchanan. Yeah, double them. And, uh, and oh, yeah, uh, Congress is going to wind up rejecting all the peace conference resolutions outright and deems it a failure. So, yeah, we're going to waste the last two months on that one. Could have seen that coming, though. Yeah, surprise. And, uh, and Texas is going to seize more federal uh, uh, territory by seizing the federal revenue cutter of Henry Dodge. So more just open, outright attack on U.S. military. I mean, at this point, it's a, it's a naval boat. You're attacking a boat. So they're attacking the military. Yeah, you're like... How, how are we not at war yet? With these conf- I mean, they're just, they're doing what they want, and we're just letting they- them. But we're they not acknowledging like that. that they're they've set the uh, seceded or that they've created their own little playhouse uh, country or anything, right? Like we're not we're just no, ignoring we're gonna, everything they're doing. Crazy. Yeah, we're just ignoring it all. Uh, on March third, the U.S. Army Commander General Winfield Scott is uh, is going to say it's going to be a little impractical to reinforce Fort Sumner at this time, uh, but he's going to tell uh, you know Major Anderson don't 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 retreat. Like I can't help you, but don't don't retreat. Stay there. Good luck. Uh, does he not like him? I, I don't know. <laughs> like, and by good luck, a lot of the, the food stuff, because, I mean, obviously you have a garrison of troops. You're going to need to feed them. Of course. And right now there's nothing coming in from, from Union territory. There's no there's no reinforcements. There's no supplies. There's nothing. They're actually surviving based on the goodness of South Carolina citizens who are who are smuggling them some food. So, so everybody's kind of stuck in the middle of this whole we're seceding and becoming our own country thing. Everybody that was already living there and just like, well, okay, but they're still like, it's us. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's still us. Well, and there's not, I mean, you got to remember, like, not everybody in the Southern state voted for secession. So there are some South Carolina mm-hmm. pro union sympathizers, just like even here in Indiana, there are some Copperhead pro Confederate leaning sympathizers. So. What? Yeah, yeah, we have we, all we have, have some there? crazy we have some crazy Indiana rednecks who think it's a good idea to secede. So I don't have them out here. And we're not even know where I'm digging for gold. 
And we're not even a slave state, but whatever. Here we are. Um, on March 4th, it's Inauguration Day! Johnny, we've... We've made it. Uh, we're here. Uh, pre you, know, you know, President Lincoln has arrived in Washington, D.C. President Buchanan is on his way out. President Lincoln is coming in. The day is filled with festivities. Spoiler alert, no assassination attempt, no writing. Uh, it is all, for the most part, a, a, a celebration. We've got a new president. Yeah. There's a little bit of a somber, like, you know, have to, it's not a union anymore. I mean, some states kind of did secede. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, yeah, and I'm sure people are asking him right out the gate, what are you going to do about everything? Because, hey, yes. you've been avoiding this uh, during your whole, oh, well, I'm not president yet, so I can't say it. Well, guess what, pal? What are we doing? Are we just so going to let him take it? In his inauguration speech as the 16th president of these United States, um, he's going to again reiterate that he had no intention of interfering with slavery where it already exists. He says that he supports any amendment that would protect slavery where it already exists. Uh, but he's going to go on to say that secession is illegal and void, uh, yep. that the Supreme Court has already said you can't actually secede. So <laughs> can't he says do it. Y'all are uh, playing make-believe. You're playing make-believe. And he says that so the union isn't dissolved. You just have some people playing make believe. Yeah, so, we got. Uh, yeah, so we get over yourselves. <laughs> I'm in a different fort now. Is what we have. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, again, yeah, again, reiterating his like, you know, fake crisis, which it's 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 clearly not a fake crisis, but he's again kind of calling it that. I, it sounds like he's just trying, like he's trying to like gloss over it and make it not a big deal. It, and it's what he's trying to. Yes. It's an actual he, big deal though, because the the states that have seceded, like. They don't think they're making make-believe. Yeah. Like, they're yeah, playing they, for keeps, literally, keeps. of federal property. Yeah. Now, he will go on to say, yeah, you know, and I quote, that uh, that you, you as in the Confederate states, uh, can have no mm -hmm. conflict without being yourself the aggressors. You have an, uh, no oath registered in heaven to destroy the government, while I have the most solemn one to preserve, protect, and defend it. What he is saying is, I will not fire first. Right. I will not go to war with you. I will not attack you. I will not make any aggressive moves in your direction. But if you fire at us or take federal property from us, there will be a response. Did he say that? If, if they can take Lincoln more federal property? Lincoln, it sounds Lincoln to is, me like he's saying, well, you do whatever you want until you shoot at us and then we'll do something. Well, that's basically Lincoln saying that, you become aggressive. It's been what we've been doing. A turn. True, but, but again, he's all right. New president, he's actually, new, new president, he's, new, new president. Let's do new it. president. Right. New mentality. Saying he, I have faith. I have faith in honest Abe that he's a uh, he's going to keep to his word. And if 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 the Confederates show us hostility, hostility be will be re, you know reinterred. Okay, but if I so if I if I do let's pretend I do have faith in in Abraham Lincoln's goal here. It's basically to uh, uh, peacefully. Uh, rejoin the union by saying you guys can keep your slaves and and we'll be okay with that uh but what you're doing is illegal and then we'll like as long as you don't shoot at us we're fine yeah he's just kind of going with the uh with the uh like you when you temp your toddler has a temper tantrum you know yeah yeah you're in the store getting your sweeties right and uh, and you know they want they want extra sweeties and you tell them no and they have a temper tantrum uh -huh, you course. just ignore them Right, and you just you know they'll eventually stop. Well, I pick I him up by the back his... of the overalls and just walk him out the store. Is what I do. Well, yes, yeah, so well, yeah. That's I think what he's intentionally trying to do is, is okay. just uh, is mm. just do that. Just toss toss him into the now, back of the wagon. 
toss him in the back of the wagon. Now, on March 5th, after being sworn in, Lincoln would receive the letter from Major Anderson stating that Fort Sumner would need approximately 20,000 men to put up a viable defense. Uh, uh, but before putting any new troops in, by all means, we need guns, we need bullets, we need food. Now, So uh, can we have that? They need 20,000 to defend Fort Fort Sumter? Like, what? what's the Confederate the, the Confederate States of America? What are they doing as far as building armies well, right, right now, now? Like, what are they... Uh, th right now, yeah, they just so, have citizens literally walking up to federal forts and be like, can I have this? And everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> so, Major <laughs> Anderson is... Again, Fort Sumter is out in the middle of Charleston Harbor. And he is, uh, he is watching... You know, he's in, in the eyesight of the shoreline, and he's mm -hmm. watching troops... Building fortifications, rolling up cannons, pointing at his fort, going, um, "It's a problem. This is this is if a it's problem. not yet, it's gonna be. It's not yet. It's gonna be. <laughs> like we we have to do something." So he's again. He's been begging for help for the last three months. Right. Like, yeah. Can we please and get some help here. And no. in, in getting the big middle finger. Uh, Lincoln is going to confer with uh, General Winfield Scott, who's, again, going to say, yeah, we have him at about a max worth of six weeks before we have to make some kind of decision one way or the other. they got about a max of, of six weeks before we can uh, before, before we run out of supplies. So, um, <laughs> so, so Fort Sumter, so we before do Fort need... Sumter has, is out, they're saying yeah. you, they have, they're good for six more weeks. He's like until we have to yeah. address this, so he just put it to the bottom of the memo file. Yeah, he's he's putting and... it to the bottom of the memo file. Uh, but on March sixth, Scott is going to come back to Lincoln and say, "Yeah, there, there's nothing the army can do. This is a navy problem." We're right. I army. mean, which we sure. can't we can't I get walk. It. Yeah, we can't walk supplies right. to them. So uh, yeah. what are they so, going to do? Yeah. March on the bottom of the ocean <laughs> up to them? So uh, so he says, uh, "Figure it out with the navy." And uh, and again, it just sounds like Major Anderson is being left to. Uh, Left out to dry. I'll tell you what, Major Anderson did something back during like his little recruiting days, or something. he met he made somebody in power mad because yeah, he, this is not the kind of treatment that you give to somebody who is in distress and like as part of your army or navy or whatever he is. <laughs> right. Uh, the uh, the Southern gentlemen from the Confederacy are going to attempt to get an audience with Abraham Lincoln and the new administration, but are not successful. They are turned away. They said. Uh, no, thank you. Get out of here. Bye. And uh, and the week is going to end with uh, uh, Ringold Barracks and Camp Verde in Texas being abandoned by the federal troops. All federal troops in Texas are going to be recalled. One of these troops, Johnny, is a is a man by the name of Robert E. Lee, who okay. was actually with you know was was requested to withdraw a few weeks back, and he's going to make his way up to uh, up to Washington D.C. now. Okay. He's a, a lonely colonel, a lieutenant colonel uh, of the cavalry down in Texas. So he's now looking, I guess, for his, his new post. He is a, a pretty decent uh, a military general by all accounts, second in his class at West Point. Hey, so has, that's way better than top half of uh, the bottom half or top. Ten of the bottom half, or whatever. The top ten of the bottom half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's uh, he's got Not some bad. promise to him. Okay. Yeah, so, so we'll Robert, see, Robert, we'll Robert, Robert, Robert E. Lee. Yeah. Robert E. Lee. Robert e. Lee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Robert e. Lee. And so he's, uh, he's coming a, up to Washington to, I guess, assume. I assume we're gonna, we want him, right? He's been, he, yeah, he's been recalled. So they're gonna determine what to do with him, and along with all those other troops from uh, from from Texas. Mm -hmm. And the last little bit of news I got for everybody is that the Missouri Convention on Secession in St. Louis is uh, is looking like they're actually gonna side with the Union. Oh, no! 
another slaveholding yes. state that says, this isn't worth it. We're pro-union. That's right. This is the United States of America. We're a democracy, and you accept what the people vote for. That's it for this week in Civil War in Hindsight. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe, and join us on Historic Hindsight, where we talk about all kinds of random historical events, including several Civil War battles.